I don't know what's going on in subway stations in Toronto, but it's slightly terrifying. I mean, one time, okay, that's an anomaly. This woman being pushed over the weekend onto the subway tracks, breaks her rib, didn't see it coming. And the thing is, is we've got video of this. You've probably seen the video. It's disturbing. She was listening to her, I guess, music at the time. Maybe she had AirPods in or something. Are you ever going to feel comfortable listening to that song that you heard when somebody pushed you on the subway tracks and broke your rib? Thought you were going to die? Well, there goes that favorite song. You're never going to feel comfortable with that again. But then Tuesday, we find out a guy gets stabbed in the neck at St. George Station. He's on a first date. Well, that'll leave an impression. A 23-year-old man is in custody now, was arrested yesterday. And uh, they say that he was charged with one count of assault with a weapon. He will appear in court this morning. And now uh, unions representing Toronto transit workers are calling on the TTT to increase the number of officers patrolling the transit system following the violent attacks. Is that going to be enough? We thought we'd reach out to Mario Greco. He is a TTC stabbing victim. He actually got stabbed in the neck on Tuesday. Mario, first of all, thank you so much for sparing some time. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me on the show. Okay. It's been two sleeps now. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of this, is this still surreal to you? Can you believe what happened to you? Yeah, no, I can't. It's completely surreal. I didn't expect uh, something like this to happen uh, and for it to happen the way it did. It felt completely like a dream when it happened, and uh, I was just completely in shock. Okay, so you weren't standing uh, on the platform at the time. Look, talk to us about how this went down. If you could walk us through this, you're on a first date. First of all, it's it's kind of a weird question I've asked, but how was the date going so far? Oh, yeah, no, the date was great. I mean, she and I were just having a good conversation on different ideas on, uh, you know, um, life, politics and everything, how to improve the world and stuff. So just light, light conversation as you would on a first date, not at all intimidating, Mario. Yeah, no, very, very, like, normal, things were going great, uh, yeah. like a very typical date, you know. Okay, so you, so where are you now? You walk down into St. George, are you waiting for a train uh, going uh, north, south, south or north? Yeah, I was, I was, I was at St. George with her uh, to, um, I was going north, she was about to go south, we were just finishing, oh. we were just sitting down finishing our conversation before this we This was the goodbye? Basically, yeah, like it was like it was approaching the goodbye. Yeah, we're just finishing up our conversation before we were about to leave. Okay, and so where were you? And and walk us through this. Yeah, so uh, she and I were sitting down on a black metal bench uh, in the middle of the uh, station as the trains were moving in front of us and behind us, uh, line one trains and um, the subways. And uh, we were just sitting having a conversation on one side, and uh, suddenly uh, the man in question, he... um, he sat directly behind her uh, on that same bench behind her and asked her immediately, where are you going to her? Right. And she was responding. Well, that's for me to know. Like she was saying that about herself. Like that's for her to know. In Did he words, seem like, intimidating? He seemed uh, off. He seemed okay. off. I, I, didn't, I wouldn't say intimidating at first, but like he seemed off. Uh, something that, you know, is not uncommon that I would find in Toronto. You, you know, sometimes have find people that do, um, come off strange and do some strange things. Right. He was kind of moving around in like a strange way, but like, I just felt like, as if like, perhaps like, perhaps he's disturbed, maybe has mental health issues. So I just wanted to treat him with respect, like a human being, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a teacher. I work with people with special needs and like, I, I, I feel empathetic toward these people. So I, I just like, you know what, uh, I just wanted to treat him as a human being and just had like have a conversation like uh, anyone else. And I just said, uh, where do you plan to go? 
Uh, and he goes, uh, I don't know, he started mumbling about his grandfather picking him up or something like that. And, and then after, as he was mumbling, he kind of left. And I was like, oh, okay, like, all right, best yeah. of luck, right? I'm like, all right. So he's doing his own thing and I'm just talking with my date again, right? Uh, continuing to talk. Uh, and then when I was about to respond to her in our conversation, suddenly I felt something on my neck. And uh, all of a sudden, like, it just started to feel like a very, like, I don't, it's hard to explain. Like I felt when you found something on your neck. Now this might sound leading. Was it? Did it feel cold? Did it feel like? Was it a temperature change or what did? What was it? No, no. It was just like I felt like it's like like an impuncture. Like like as if I was at a doctor's office uh, receiving a, a treatment or something like that. Right. Okay. And, uh, it just felt like a dream. And when I turned around, I noticed it was that man that sat behind my date. Uh, holding something to my neck and he was covering it with his hand, whatever he was holding, I couldn't even tell. And, uh, and then after he just darted off and ran and uh, I was just thinking like, did I just get stabbed? I had no idea that it happened. And I felt the wound and I was just like, Oh my God, I just got stabbed. Right. How and big was the wound? It was pretty wide. I mean, uh, when I went to the doctor and they checked it out at first, they were worried that it'd be like two centimeters, but it turns out it's like less than a centimeter, but it was a very wide wound. Uh, and, uh, I just, I held the wound in with my finger, um, because I thought of, um, back, uh, this was like decades ago when, um, a hockey player, a goalie, I forgot his name. He, um, was, uh, got his throat slashed. Yeah. And, and like it hit his jugular and, yeah. you know, and, and like, I was worried the same thing happened to me. So I tried to hold it in like just in case. And I was worried like, Oh my God, this might be my final hour. Like, is this actually how it's going to end? It was terrifying to me. So I ran up the stairs uh, toward the, the top to get to the, um, um, you know, the outside uh, area yeah. and uh, calling for police. And I was just yelling for people to call the police as I uh, uh, was running. Right. And uh, my date caught up to me, went to say that uh, she'd like to bring me to, you know, the manager, the supervisor to get me help because I was calling for police ambulance. There was even a police car that uh, drove by and I was calling it out, but I guess they didn't notice me. So you got to street level, Mario? Yeah, I got to street level. You're standing up on St. George and like, or or, you're at Bloor right now, right? You're standing at Bloor in St. George, just like waving like help? Um, I, I would presume that's the intersection. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I was just at St. George station and, uh, I was just, I, I was just in a frenzy, but thankfully there were people that, uh, uh, tried to help out the best they could. It's just that at first everyone looked shocked. Like, especially when I sure. got stabbing initially, when I was like yelling and asking for help, just everyone like looked and were just shocked. And like the guy ran amidst them. And like, I was hoping that they would kind of like notice where he is and let the police know, but I guess that didn't, uh, happen. Well, they got him now because of the camera. How yeah. do you feel about the fact that they got him and that he was 23? I'm glad they caught him. Um, you know, it just I, I hope he gets the mental help that he needs because he looked very disturbed. Um, it, was a, it was an unprovoked attack. It, like, it came out of a very brief conversation that he initiated. Um, and I could tell, like, he, he needs some serious help. Um, and, um, yeah, yeah, well, it's, it- it's surreal. You sound way more forgiving than a lot of people would. We're talking with Mario Greco. He was stabbed uh, by a stranger on the TTC in, on, in St. George Station. Now, uh, this seems like a weird question, but are you going on a second date? <laughs> uh, I hope so. Well, I have, we haven't had that conversation yet, but I was just really thankful that she was there to help me out. And, uh, you know, we're still in communications now. So uh, things look good uh, for me and her. But uh, and I'm just really glad to be breathing right now. And uh, I bet. 
Yeah. And I, the main thing is that I know, like, when people hear these stories, they get scared and worried, like, oh, what's the world coming to? But you know what? I just feel like there's a lot of beauty in this world. I had a lot of support from people reaching out to me saying, I hope you're okay. So there's a lot of love and beauty in this world. Uh, yes, we need to focus on predicaments like these to prevent them from happening again. I definitely don't want this gentleman to hurt anyone ever again and that he gets the help that he needs. But at the same time, you know, if we continue to walk with love rather than hatred or fear, uh, we can actually help heal this world, which is what exactly people like my attacker need at the most. Wow, that's a beautiful, beautiful thing to say. Um, do you think that security would have made a difference in your case if, if security was at the station? Honestly, I'll be completely honest with you. I'm not sure because, um, like, I don't, I can't see how security would react faster than my own brain in recognizing that I've been attacked. You know, like, he, he was very quick, came from behind, uh, stabbed me two seconds, started off, like, really, really fast, and he just hit among the public. Like, it, it was within a, within a span of, like, seconds. Like, I need to uh, ask you this. Was it, what, did it feel like seconds in your mind when it happened, or was it super slow? No, it felt like seconds. It was definitely okay. seconds. Wow. Yeah. But, yeah, and, but in hindsight, it does feel slow, but like, when it actually happened, it was seconds. Right. I, I, before I let you go, I, you know, I'd be remiss to ask you how you're doing. What are the extent of the injuries? Are they, are you going to be okay in the long run? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be okay. Thanks for asking. I'm, I'm recovering now. Uh, the doctors, they, they cleaned out my wound and they stitched it up. They said that it was a flesh wound. Thank God he didn't, he didn't get my jugular. I was so worried about that, but I'm okay there. I'm with family recovering now. I've been uh, dispatched from the hospital um, that same night, like later on, like in the early morning, like 5 a.m. So I'm doing much better now. Thank you for asking. All right. Well, I hope the family is mom because there's nothing like mom when something goes down. Mario, I want to thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. That's Mario Greco, TTC stabbing victim. Wow. Interesting. I love his sentiment, though. Like, let's, you know, walk with love. It's a nice it's a nice way to look at things.